Welcome to We Are Globe Trekkers. This is Shay. And I'm Ty. Hey everyone. We want to chat about honeymooning in Rio de Janeiro. And we just want to say hi. It's been a while. We miss y'all. I know. So much. <laughs> so we just completed our nine-year wedding anniversary. Woohoo! Time really flies, huh? Yeah. I think we're a fly couple. <laughs> And exactly. so today um, we want to just chat about um, our honeymoon in Brazil <laughs> and how it may be an option for you if you want to go on a honeymoon or just a super romantic vacation. Um, I guess we should mention what Brazil is famous for and I think the people are beautiful. Oh That's my god, so <laughs> beautiful. Yeah, you'll see people running around jogging, always keeping in shape. Uh, bikinis on the beach, men and women, you know, playing volleyball on, on the beach, too. And uh, it's very family-oriented, too, I think. Yeah, Brazil is known for its dope views, the cool cityscapes, its awesome rainforest, and samba music, of course. So we spent seven days celebrating the beginning of our lives as husband and wife. Um, we were super chill about everything. Um, we, we, we did yeah. want to do two things. We wanted to... All right. We definitely wanted to go to the beach. Oh, of course. So let's name top three things. So the top is going to a beach. That's the number one reason we had to pick it for our honeymoon. And then, like, as far as it being um, visiting the seven wonders of the world, the Christ Redeemer statue was one of the seven wonders, even though the beach sort of feels like one of the I seven. I know, it was a wonder. It's some type of wonder. <laughs> and then um, one of the other third wonder of the world was, <laughs> in our book, was um, the Carnival um, Festival. We didn't go for carnival but you know we had the experience where the best carnival party in the world takes place yeah so um before you plan your trip to brazil please check your country's rules for visiting um americans canadians and aussies all need to get a visa uh, luckily as of january 2018 you can just go online and get an e-visa what we did was there actually was no brazilian consulate in New Mexico or something like oh, that? Yes, right. Yeah, um, so I was going to New York, which is our hometown, in a couple of weeks. So, um, yeah, uh, there's a consulate in New York, and because New York is so big and busy, there was a two-day waiting period. So I, I went to the consulate, applied for our visas, and then came back two days later to pick it up. I think we also had to buy our ticket first, so you have to show the consulate yes your itinerary yep and put your and reason why you're visiting and i'm like i'm getting married yay <laughs> <laughs> and then once they see the reason is um i think it's stress-free yeah and it's good for five years unfortunately we never went back so our visa expired which i so regret uh, yeah it was i thought we'd go back within five years but we moved a lot during that five we years. were like if we stay together for five years we'll go back to brazil <laughs> we exceeded that we we're like oh wait this is easy now but it's uh, been now, nine years and we yeah, still haven't been back time flies <laughs> obviously that's the theme of today's podcast time, time flies, flies. <laughs> brazil is a really big country and it also has some islands nearby so during our visit we did some island hopping in Amacau, Dos Buzios, and Pararte. And it was really cool. It's a, just a short drive outside of Rio. We took a tour. And on our day trip to uh, Buzios, we did some island hopping. 
We ate, we drank, we snorkeled, and there were even some musicians on our tour boat. Yeah, and uh, just to go back a little bit, we, we got the idea to travel and kind of island hop from our, um, our, I guess, concierge from Orla, which was the hotel we went to, Orla Copacabana. Yeah. And um, from there, um, our itinerary is set for the whole day. We went to the honeymoon or went on our honeymoon without too many ideas, like we said before. But our hotel service pretty much did all the hard work for us, all the research and kind of made our days action packed. Yeah, we just told them in the morning what we wanted to do and they would just book the tour or um, like ask how long we wanted to spend out and they did everything for us. And I love stuff like that. Yeah. I hate planning. I just need to know how to get to my destination and I kind of just want someone else to take care of everything. Yeah, there's unlimited activities too because um, I think what happened was once we maybe asked what time breakfast was being served or something, um, the, um, the attendant at the desk just said, do not worry, is your honeymoon? We have you taken care of every day. You come to me first, <laughs> I'll have a new activity. And we held them to it and like, we put all trust in them, and I guarantee you every activity he did was um, solid. Yeah, so if you're, like, super laid back and not really a planner, definitely when you get there, just check with your hotel concierge, and they'll hook you up with some cool romantic things to do. I guess that's what they're there for. Yeah, and I forgot to mention we didn't visit Peralte. It's a little bit further from Buzio's, but uh, Peralte is this uh, historic seaside town, some colonial buildings, nice beaches, also has some little islands around it. Also good for a nice romantic day trip. Oh yeah, it's a romantic one. Um, probably the best thing I think we did during the trip was visit Christ the Redeemer statue. Oh yeah, that was good. I mean, it, to me it seemed unreal because its size was so big and you could see it from like any point in the city. It's really high up. And this mountain caught up. How did we? Mountain. How did we get up there? We did a drive first. I mean, I know we, we we did a tour, but yeah, the first time we went, it was cloudy. Yeah, we actually saw it twice. Um, yeah. So the first time we went to see it during our visit, we booked like this all day extravaganza tour. It That's was like, what it was. Yeah, yes. Yeah. It was yeah. like an eight stop tour, and I guess by the time we got up to the statue, it was late, and the fog began to set in. So yeah. we drove up in our tour van. And all we saw was defeat. I was so mad. And we went in um, the summer, in, in June, for our honeymoon. But at the same time, that is their winter. Yes. So, um, you know, Brazil is a rainforest or, you know, it's, it's a very tropical place. So during their winters, it's moist and wet. So all the precipitation um, kind of, I guess, hides the view of the city. So depending on the day you go to tour... Or, you know, just do any activity where there is a view. Just be aware that the weather does affect it. Yeah, and, like, we had no clue. I was just like, oh, yeah, we see the statue. And I'm like, wait, there is no statue. It literally disappeared behind the cloud. So I think we went to our um, hotel um, concierge and, you know, told him about that. And he said, you know the next best thing I have for you? A helicopter tour. And he's like, don't worry, you can afford it. Uh, so he hooked us up with a company that I think at the time was um, 
$80 US each. It was so cheap. And I was like, is this place legit? And we actually, I think we walked to the helicopter dock. It wasn't yes, too far from yeah, our hotel. Yeah. We just asked the concierge which way to go. And he said, I'll call you a cab. I'm like, oh, we'll just walk. And everyone knows a guy. I think, oh, this is my <laughs> friend. This is my friend. He has a helicopter. I'll, I'll take you. So it was um, a good experience. Um, yeah, but don't plan too much. Make sure to rely on the community to help out with choices like yeah, this. Yeah, and definitely take a helicopter tour if you can. I mean, I never saw any view like that before in my life. If you check out our blog post on weareglobetrekkers.com, I'll have a link up there for the helicopter tours in Rio. It'll take you to TripAdvisor. And it has tons of recommendations. I cannot remember, I'm sorry, what tour we took it was such a long time ago all i remember was that it was near our hotel in copacabana and the pilot was super cool he actually told us oh you can hang outside the helicopter like put your arms out put your legs out we're like mm -hmm. nope ty kind of was leaning out and i was like dude like get back in this helicopter right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah and um there are websites and resources for guides. I know tripadvisor.com or .ca is a good source for looking at tours. Um, but also as a website I just came across called getyourguide.com. And getyourguide.com has some of the day trips we took. What The itinerary sounds familiar where you do a nine hour day trip and you'll visit Sugarloaf, um, Christ Statue and maybe um, drive not maybe inside the favela but past a few and the tour guides are very knowledgeable so um, while you drive around the city is non-stop learning about the um the country speaking of sugarloaf we actually didn't get to visit it um even though we were there for seven days I mean, we, we didn't do a we lot we did the helicopter tour we though, did we did we, a we lot drove, we, we flew over to sugarloaf so I, I i still think that um I, I think I still feel like we still. I know. I like wanted that. to take the tram up. Ah, uh, yeah. That would have been nice. Yeah. So maybe if you're planning your trip, you can book a romantic sunset tram ride up to the Sugarloaf Mountain. I have a fun fact today, Ty. What's up? <coughs> fun fact Sugarloaf Mountain is formed from one block of granite. What? Yes. All right, cool. So just a warning, um, I came across some more information regarding the helicopter tour. And on TripAdvisor, there's a Rio de Janeiro helicopter tour as one of the first um, attractions or, you know, with the most reviews. And it's by Grayline Tours. And it's $421 Canadian. Per person? Per person. So, oh, no. So getyourguide.com. Um, they have uh, resources directly from Brazil or at least websites that are linked to companies in Brazil and, and those flights tend to be cheaper. I just checked the price. You, you'll probably spend about $140 per person f for the tour. That price has doubled and our anniversary was 10 years ago <laughs> so um, or nine years ago. So definitely um, check different websites and also, like we said, if you go to Brazil, you'll probably get a better deal because everyone knows a guy. Yeah, exactly. I think we're kind of on a budget too. Like we just got married and I wasn't working at the time. So we kind of did like a cheapo kind of honeymoon thing. Yeah, and I, there, was, there was so much you could do. I think you could um, learn capoeira. 
for a day. Yeah. Um, there was dance lessons. There was so much to do. It we was tried too to focus. much to do. <laughs> we tried to focus just on the romantic stuff or things we thought was romantic or meaningful. Another romantic activity we did was uh, we went to a samba and capoeira show. Again, our amazing hotel manager, guy, friend, homie <laughs> hooked hmm. us up. Um, he even called us a nice black car to come through. Pick us up. We got all dressed up. Oh, yeah. Got some drinks. And the show was pretty cool. Um, it felt cultural. Uh, being black and then, you know, seeing performances by, you know, whether it was capoeira performers or um, some of the more traditional. Um, I think dances that had African roots, it felt touching just to see. So mm-hmm. I think. If you are in Rio, I know it's, a, you know, or Brazil in general, I know it's about partying, too. But um, the shows have a lot of rich culture in it, too. That was cool. That show was really good. It kind of took you on, like, a, a journey or some kind of timeline of how the dancing was started. So I think they showed, yes. like, you know, people came, came out dressed as, I guess, slaves or something like that. And I guess they were, like, working in the field and kind of, like, hammering and then starting to do their dancing and stuff yeah it's really cool i thought that was cool yeah uh if you don't know samba is a native to brazilian dance and capoeira is mixed martial arts they both have um their roots from west africa and uh, these styles of dance and uh, mixed martial arts emerged during the transatlantic slave trade which was the biggest slave trade in history um yeah so out of something negative came something positive i guess yeah for sure <laughs> i mean i like the I, of course we um a lot of our expression um comes from struggle i think yeah but it, I, I love the way the show um i guess paid good attention to both yeah and with current day uh samba dancing and capoeira everyone's just so happy yeah, yeah, for it's sure. So joyful. Yeah, it's always done with a smile. Yeah, it's always turned up. At some point, yes. <laughs> so although we were celebrating our honeymoon, we knew that Brazil has lots of poor areas. And we're also big fans of City of God. I think we've seen all the movies, the TV show, the follow-up. We were, like, obsessed. So we knew we had to tour a favela. Yeah, and uh, that's a good point. Before going on a trip to Brazil, we're just fascinated with um, the culture in general. And one of that is through film. So if you haven't seen City of God, it might be a scary movie in terms of it shows how violence and particularly um, child violence affects the, um, the culture and living situation in Brazil. That's kind of funny because yeah, it was pretty violent. And as soon as we got to Brazil, we're like, oh, we're going to favela. We scared. <laughs> and not all favelas are bad. I mean, to us, we grew up in Brooklyn, poor area. Grew up there in the late 80s and 90s when crack and drugs and crime was at an all-time high. So, I mean, it doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, one of the, um, the things that stood out on the tour was um, there were some children uh, playing around, running around. Anytime we walked around, we hear footsteps running around. I'm like, are these kids trolling us or following us? 
and I looked up and caught the one of the boy's face looking down at me. So I guess he took a route where they could see us from an apartment above. <laughs> I didn't even see that. Yeah, so all this happened when he wasn't looking. It's, it's good to reflect on it. And he looks down and I said, hey, hi. And uh, he's speaking uh, Portuguese and I understand. And so I forgot what the exchange was. But when I once I talk English, he said, oh, I say my home not pretty okay my Aww, home not pretty what? and i was like oh no this is beautiful is the sun is out you know we're in we're on earth this is all beautiful you know and i just thought that it was a, a moment where like us we grew up in a neighborhood that wasn't that pretty but you know if you look out there's a beach right there so it's really hard you know to i guess digest struggle and through other people's eyes but for what it was worth those kids were laughing they were happy and it was just a good good thing to go to a place where you think like oh my gosh it's crime and there is but at the same time know that we're all human and uh during the tour we got to see artwork and things like that from the community yeah i forgot to mention the favela we went to was uh roshina it's the closest one <clears throat> to uh copacabana and Ipanema. um our hotel staff hooked us up with a guy that uh, runs the tour and I think it was about a half day trip so during that day trip we met with some local artists some teachers um, there were some bars there too we stopped to grab a drink of course Ty and I ducked away as soon as the group stopped at the bar we're like hmm let's see it's gonna take him how long to make these drinks and we just quickly disappeared down an alley like we normally do during our trips um, because we kind of like getting away from the, the tour group and trying to see if we can, I don't know, I guess find some locals and try to hang out. But our tour gu guide, of course, called us like, where are you guys going? Come back. Stay close. And we're like, no, we don't want to. I mean, I felt comfortable. I felt safe the whole time we were there, mainly because we look Brazilian. So I did not feel unsafe at all during my time in Roshina. And we also did like a quick drive through to Oladum. And at the time um, of our trip, I think Michael Jackson just literally passed away two days before. Mm -hmm. So we drove through uh, Ola Doom and all we heard was just Michael Jackson music playing all over. That's and right. People yes. out in the streets just hanging out. Some were dancing. We were like, this is crazy. And I asked our tour guide if we could get out. And he goes, no, no, we have to go to the next stop. I'm like, oh, this is insane. Yeah, our, one of our dreams was to try to party with the community outside of our, you know, block of tourists, tourism, and, you know, on, uh, what is that beach called? Copacabana. Yes, yeah, so just to be able to party would have been awesome at, in, a, in a favela. But, um, yeah, just visiting in general, if you do visit, read reviews and make sure to go on a favela tour where you're supporting one that um, you agree with people's reviews. Yeah, we'll have some links up on the blog so you can uh, check out which tours to take. Brazil is really famous for its annual carnival and it's held in a stadium called Sambodromo. People practice pretty much all year round. Um, are they called like samba schools, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. And they train... Um, like crazy for this event yes. <laughs> in February. Yes. And people from all over the world come and um, it's like insane. 
I mean, if you've seen videos, you've seen the costumes, you've seen the hundreds of people all synchronized and just like moving their feet so fast mm -hmm. in these really heavy costumes, which we did not know were heavy until we <laughs> did our, um, we did like a backstage tour of the arena and um, the woman showing us the costumes asked, who wants to try it on? Ty and I were like, oh, yeah, okay. Us. Now, I mean, yeah, we were super eager, but nobody else raised their hand. I'm like, I'm trying this on. <laughs> These people, they're bugging out. <laughs> and so everyone's taking pictures of us trying on the costumes. I'm just thinking, like, this could be you. <laughs> like, why are you taking pictures of us in the costumes? Just try it on. I guess we were worthy. <laughs> they were so heavy, so I think we they had to were. have someone kind of, like, help us. Uh, put them on and then help walk us outside to take some really cool photos. <laughs> it was awesome. And the staff just kept saying, you look Brazilian. You guys look Brazilian. You sure you're not from here? We're like, no, we're mm. American. You know, we all share the same ancestral roots, right? Yeah. Um, so definitely get yourself um, a backstage tour if you can. And if you want to go in February, book everything early because hotels sells out quick. Um, another thing we want to talk about is, of course, the famous beaches, Copacabana and Ipanema Beach. Luckily, our hotel was situated pretty much in the middle of both. Um, so we could just walk across the road to Copacabana, and then we would normally walk down Copacabana to get to Ipanema. I think it was just like a 10-minute walk. Yeah. You will see the most beautifulest people in your life. I've <laughs> never seen anything like that. Like... Guys with speedos, nice and tan. The women all had thong bikinis on. It was winter. I was just like, what is going on? Like, are we <laughs> overdressed? Like, I don't understand. Um, also on the beach, they kind of have like a little boardwalk with those famous like waves. Uh, yeah, and those waves are, um, I guess they're, like what do you call it? Like brick waves or stone waves yes, on the Yes, they're patterns um, created or I guess... Uh, really serves as artwork yeah it's like their national logo or something like on their website and stuff mm -hmm. like that um you can rent bikes which is what we did um i did some more research apparently there's people that come by and sell food i guess it was winter it was kind of slow but i didn't really see any of that like we just kind of had like a little towel there was a night there was a night where i can remember we were on uh Copacabana beach and there were so many vendors. Uh, was oh, was that, it like at the, a Friday was that a night festival? I think maybe it was just I a random was a Friday, Friday night. night. So when vendors are out, um, they sell different instruments and stuff like that. So I thought that was pretty cool. Like you get a tiny little drum set. Yeah, whistles and stuff like that. Maybe barracas or some type of um, you know South American or Latin instrument that pretty much helps you dance better <laughs> or intensifies the um the the dancing and the partying and like there's food there's like little bars all set up it's like a really popping oh, yeah. beach um just some safety tips so i think crime's better now when we went i mean our hotel uh receptionist always asked where are we going kind of thing just wanted to make sure we were safe um, the, really the major crime is just like pickpocketing and street mugging so when you're walking around don't walk around at night pretty obvious and then if you're at a beach um, always have someone watching your bags yeah never leave your stuff alone because they will come by real quick and snatch it um, so we hear so we hear um, don't wear anything too flashy I remember I had like some shoes I got from Payless they were just 
they had this shiny stone on the front. And I remember, like, the first day, women just kept pointing to my shoes. I was like, what? Why is everyone pointing to these shoes? And, like, the second or third day, I realized, like, oh, they're all wearing flip-flops. Like, apparently, these shoes are probably, like, expensive to them. They got got them from Payless. So then you realize, like, how privileged you are. Mm-hmm. You know? So hopefully, um, none of our, I guess chats about uh, pickpocketing or street muggings scare you um, to us it was pretty safe like nothing happened to us while we were there we were just really smart I mean we walked around pretty much every night after a meal we just stroll the beach or just walk um, more inland towards some of the main like shopping streets we even went to a supermarket because we wanted to <laughs> and um, <laughs> uh, the people in the supermarket helped us out a lot when they realized like oh they're not Brazilian, I try to speak English and they try to find other customers to help translate or kind of like move their hands to help us out. They were so nice. We also met a ton of expats and it's so crazy. They instantly knew we were American. Like we were walking down the block and this guy comes out of nowhere and says something in Portuguese and I think we said like, I forgot how to say hi, hello or something back. <laughs> yeah. And then he kept going on, and we're like, oh, uh, no. He's like, oh, yeah, I knew you guys were American. And he just talked to us. And then, like, he knew almost everybody. Yeah, everyone, yes. Everybody that walked by, hey, how you doing? Da, 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 da. Uh, we even met some other um, expats. I think that guy walked us down the block to meet another American. And these two guys were both from Brooklyn. Brooklyn, yeah. One was from Brooklyn, one was from the Bronx, these older men. And I guess it seems like they had a troubled past in their youth yeah. and they were just like I'm just going to leave the country and make a new life in Brazil and never went back to the states it's crazy um yeah so uh, there's a lot of Americans that live there so I mean we felt like it could be home if we retired or something like that um so Ty what was your top place to see while we were on our honeymoon the women. No, uh, I'm just playing. <laughs> uh, I can't take this guy nowhere. <laughs> no, but um, in general, um, I shoot. I, you know, I was going to say the nightclub. We did go to a nightclub. That was, oh, that one was nightclub. was very fun and very scandalous. <laughs> uh, but you could private message us for more details about that. <laughs> but anyway... Um, Let's just say <laughs> I think I was the only woman who was not a lady of the night. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I saw a private part. Anyway, this is... <laughs> anyway, that's for another conversation. But anyway, you, Brazil is safe, but know that there's also... Um, there's also, a, I guess, a more erotic side, probably. is a very sensual place, too. And on that note, really, the the top attraction was the beaches. It's just a combination of beautiful people and community and beautiful water. You just can't get any better than that. And another highlight that I want to mention is food. We went to a restaurant called Marius. Oh, yeah. I mean, five years of being married, at least three times a year, we talked about eating at Marius. Now, I think a lot of things have changed since we visited nine years ago, but Marius was a buffet that had all of the best and biggest seafood for you to sample um, in one place. So that was my highlight. Um, I actually, I looked it up and it's still there. Oh, wow. Okay. 
Yeah, but we may have gotten scammed on our bill. Because I, I typed in like how much the bill should be and people's prices were all over the place. <laughs> then again, maybe we weren't scammed because we noticed a lot of rich people were there, like people in suits and I think there were some Russian people. So it was very expensive, but it was worth it. It's still the best food I ever had in my life. Uh, it was also very fun. I think there's like a buffet and then like unlimited seafood, steak, all that jazz. Oh, yeah. Lobster, scallop, shrimp. Oh, making my mouth drool. That was probably the best part of the trip for me. Oh, yeah. And it's definitely one of my best best meals I've ever had in my life. Yes. Easily. <laughs> yeah. So thanks for joining us, guys. Um, hopefully our podcast will give you some tips on spending a lovely honeymoon or a romantic vacation in Brazil. Until next time, happy trekking. We out. Peace. Thanks for listening in. <laughs>